on this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing 1989's fitness classic, Despa. Joining us will be Kate and Tab from The Girls in the Back Row. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a bi-weekly movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film from cinema's past, considered but not limited to being a cult classic. As a disclaimer, each episode will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Episodes available on cultcinemacavalcade.com and iTunes. Like the show on Facebook and follow on Twitter at CC Cavalcade. For questions, suggestions, and all inquiries, contact us via mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 31. This is Brandon and your star body co-hoster, Cullen. Fitness classic is how Brandon described this movie. I just want people to remember that. That's all I have to say. Today we're here to discuss that fitness classic, Despa. Cullen, what's the workout regimen for today? Michael's health club is besieged with a series of terrible murders involving killer saunas and other grisly devices. Michael's wife killed herself a while before, and her brother holds Michael responsible. Michael needs to stop the bloodshed before he loses all his clients. Despa is directed by Michael Fisher and stars William Bummiller, Brenda Bakke, Merritt Buttrick, Robert Lipton, Alexa Hamilton, Ken Foray, and Chelsea Field. And we're back. Colin and I, as, as we mentioned at the top, we're a bi-weekly podcast called Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We don't have any uh, emails or tweets this week, do we, Colin? Oh, we do not have any emails Thank or tweets Thank you for emailing week. and tweeting into us. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, uh, before we get into it, I want to do a little bit of a plug here. It's October. We're doing horror movies. And I also, during October, on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, I do a five-part horror podcast thing with, of course, you know, he's been on the show before, Aaron Newarth. And uh, James Oster from JoeBlow.com, uh, Jimmy O. And uh, this year we're doing specific genres. Uh, we just posted one on slashers. And before this episode posts, our monster one will be coming as well. Uh, one interesting topic we're going to tackle is found footage stuff, which is not everyone's favorite and a different topic uh, altogether to kind of go through. So uh, look over to that on their page. Uh, but let's get back to our show which we have some great guests here to discuss Deathball with us. Let me bring them on. They are watching horror movies and keeping America strong every week. From the girls in the back row, it is Kate and Tab. Hi, guys. Hi. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm a big fan of your podcast. We were talking before this. But why don't you let our listeners know why they should be listening to your podcast, because they should be. 
what I really appreciate about our podcast, what's a really unique part of it, is that a lot of the movies Tab has seen and a lot of movies I haven't seen. I'm not very well versed in the horror genre, even though I love it. So a lot of it is a lot of like really great trivia and a lot of just really great information that I don't know. And sometimes a lot of other people don't know. So it's just a really good overall just explanation of the work that goes into the horror movies and just the backstory. And it's just always really good information and we have fun. I enjoy you guys. Um, do I mean plenty of research and have a very in-depth discussion. You have a, a, a spoiler warning, a good spoiler warning before things. So you can skip over a por- part of the show if you haven't seen the movie or don't want to be spoiled. Even though I think, I think you're, conversations during the spoiler stuff is still pretty interesting if you haven't seen the movie as well and doesn't really i don't think it, it ruins as much as make you kind of want to watch it a little more too so you guys do a good job with that oh thank you we we're definitely going for that but we understand especially since sometimes i haven't seen the movies that kate suggests so one of us usually hasn't seen the movie or sometimes both so we understand that not everybody has seen it that's why we do the spoiler warning but we definitely aim for if you haven't seen it and you're still listening that you're interested and want to watch it at that Excellent. point. Yeah. If we took right. out, if we took out spoilers, our, our podcast would be like a minute and a half long, which, <laughs> we which, which, the hell which out of some it. people would probably enjoy that more. <laughs> I got someone complimented me on our caravan of courage episode and said they thanked us for doing an episode on it. So they didn't have to watch the movie. So <laughs> we catered to those people. It's the, the Ewok TV movie from the eighties. The first, the first one. one. Oh. Will we do the second? Well, keep listening. We'll see. <laughs> I remember that movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah, don't that's know. you're too young. <laughs> you're, you're lucky. Yeah, you're you're better off not seeing. It's not it. the it's holiday not, special. Bad. It's but. not as no. It's not. <laughs> At least there's a story that makes some kind of sense. That's not to say it's good, but it it, it doesn't have a woman trying to turn on a, an elderly Wookie. So, it, you know, that's got one thing on it. All right. So uh, moving along to Despa, is, had anyone seen this before this episode, aside from myself? No. no. I had not seen it, but I knew of it because I love bad movies, and somebody had talked about it, and I, I just it was one of those ones that was always on my list to see. I had heard of it, and I'd seen some things online about it, but I never had never seen it. I know um, that Ken Foray was in it, and I didn't. Oh, and uh, God, what's what's his name from the David. Wrath of Khan? He plays Kurt's David from son, Star David. Trek. Yeah. Plays David here. <laughs> Is he like Tony Danza, where he can only get cast in like roles that are his name? You know, I, maybe uh, he. This was last movie actually. He uh, died after. Not to start this oh. out on a bummer, but. <laughs> He's also from the TV show Square Pegs, and I got so excited when I saw him because I loved that show as a kid. And he kind of played this sort of space cadet high school kid that was really into new wave music. So this is a very different role for him. Yeah, he's always, yeah, David from Star Trek, and then he was in Fright Night 2 as well. That's, might be all I, oh, he was in Zapped, the uh, Scott Baio classic. (laughs) But yeah, I uh, I, yeah. I I can't say that I was totally familiar. I remember the like cover from the VHS stores, but I never I never read oh, the movie. Man. And then I got it for review like a year or two ago from like someone resurrected like Gorgon Video, 
and this was their first and only title they put out since that. And uh, <laughs> I w- watched it. And I had a pretty good time. It was everything I hoped a movie called Despa from the 80s would be at the time. So That VHS cover, man, is god awful. Amazing. <laughs> Hilariously over the top. It's so yeah. great. Is that the one with has the woman working out, but her face is just a yeah, skull? She's, yeah. Yes. She's like on an exercise bike, and then they have like a overly dramatized uh, picture of when the guy's doing the like butterfly presses, but like he's got his shirt off in this, and he's like chained to it. <laughs> it explodes his ribcage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be the most 80s thing that has yeah. ever existed. <laughs> and this was actually made in 87 but didn't get released till 89. I'm not sure. I think I've seen like where the US was released in 1990 even. Yeah, and the script was written in 1983. Oh. So there was a long road to get to the finished wow. product that is Death Spa. It's a labor of love. That's right. <laughs> well, it certainly Relations- is a labor, Relationships yes. <laughs> were ended during this movie. You know, people were injured, maybe killed, but they got us Death Spa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he said it's David's last movie. Yeah, maybe. Someone, yeah, someone. <laughs> he didn't make it out of the didn't death spot. Make spa. it out of the death spot. Oh boy! Without further ado, we'll just get started here. I think we should help these people. What do you say we increase the resistance? <laughs> I loved it. What fun! The movie starts at the Starbody Health Spa during a storm and. Uh, in a cool title drop, the lightning strikes it, and it says Death Spa. Do, <laughs> do you think it was cleverly named Starbody Health Spa so they could write Death Spa in it? I would imagine, but that was the saddest neon I've ever oh, seen. It looked like when people do the do the sparkler pictures where they write them. <laughs> it looked like in college, like my roommates and I would write like swear words and Christmas lights on our wall, like we were cool or something, and that's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> like a really shitty light, yeah. right? Like it was, yeah. <laughs> really dull it's like the, the money went into the scene where the girl got the thing through her neck we didn't have money for the lights <laughs> it also seems like if they're gonna call it the movie death spa that they could have chosen a name for the spa that wasn't so damn long because the way it is it's just there's only one letter in star body that's still lit up yeah <laughs> It's like the S spa because it's the D's way over on the other. Oh side. yeah, yeah. You have to really use your like. Oh, you have to know that you're watching Death Spa to understand that that's what they're trying to go for. It's a D S spa, yeah. So it's it's like late at night after hours, and there's a woman named Laura like dancing it up inside, and Marvin, played by Kem Foray, we all love Kem Foray. He's great, and he startles her and tells her that she's the last one out. Lock it up. She hits the showers and lies down and begins to, like, feel herself up while she's laying down. Yeah. You know, after a good workout, I guess that your endorphins are just pumping, and it's like, well, I I guess I know how to top it off. And it's like, I'm super hot, so... (laughs) And this is the first of many times the villain will use a special move of making water super hot. (laughs) You mean the only move? Uh, she tries to escape. The door's locked. And then, weird, like, she smashes the door with her hand, but then, like, falls back unconscious. Like, I had to rewind this. I was like, nope. wait, what? I'm like, did, did something come through and hit her? And I thought I saw her hit her hand, but. Yeah. yeah it, she Bruce Lee's through that window. <laughs> it wasn't super clear what happened there. And then later, don't they say that she was 
knocked out by chlorine yeah, there's vapors. Cl- yeah, chlorine vapors is a is yeah. a deadly thing going on. It's an epidemic. But lowering <laughs> vapors. We meet uh, Michael. He's asleep watching Hard Day's Night, which I guess if you leave it on a TV, it's okay. They, I, get, I doubt they had the money to get the rights for that. There's no <laughs> way they had the rights to Hard Day's Night. Uh, I think they the producer of this movie produced oh, did Hard he? Day's Night. No oh, way. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. If you got a class-up desk, by they you can do it like that. <laughs> right? Uh, so he, he has a dream about a woman on fire, and he wakes up, flies in his car across town with some, like, really video game-sounding music. Well, not only does he dream about someone on fire, it's also for, like, a split, like, literally, like, a second. Like, what the hell happens? Are you watching a different movie? <laughs> I feel like they only had enough money to do that one, so they just kept slicing footage in. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, we got to get this right. <laughs> we, get that. Yeah, we only have the stunt person for the fire stunt person for a day. We have to get them in the in the spot one point on fire two and one wheelchair. So this guy's Michael Evans, the owner, <laughs> as we find, and Laura, Laura has sustained the chemical yeah, chemical burns for yes, low grade chlorine vapor, which she is blinded or something. She has a towel over her eyes. And her body is covered in, in gauze, but not like it's wrapped in gauze. It's just like a gauze blanket. Yeah. But as they say at health spas, the workouts must go on. And the next day, <clears throat> we get Marvin back, and he's wearing this blue jacket. That, what? Yeah. The, the, is he just like a like a Rainbow Bright fan? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, it's like a drum major's jacket with basketball yeah. shorts <laughs> i mean i've seen... yeah you're right he's wearing the jacket like like a long jacket and these little little shorts like like this outweirds his like kim foray i've seen like in uh has anyone seen from beyond where he's walking around in like no. orange tidy whities and it just looks really weird during that movie and this was just odd, weird in that because i couldn't figure out like how when or why that you would wear that unless you were like getting ready to go to a boxing match, and your, that was your little outfit. Well, it looks like a gay pride jacket, and that's fine. It's just unexpected in a death spa. Like, really? We're making political statements in death spa? Well, hey, if you get the forum. There's a woman who thanks him for trying out the new diving board as, as he's spotting this guy. And a camera leads us to a control room where a guy can... This is David. He can control an exercise bike's resistance from the computer so all these machines there are operated by a man behind the curtain just a perv Perv in the control room yes who would any of you want to work out in a gym where someone else that you don't know is controlling the resistance of the machines oh dumbest shit ever but we learned we learn later, yeah, like that's the that's the know. thing. That's why people go to this place. Like you take that away, they won't come anymore. <laughs> Gotta have the computerized health club. Yeah, like computerized a, health club and Mardi like, Gras parties. That's what this place is about. <laughs> yeah. These people could have heart conditions. They have no idea what's going on with these people. Like, ah, it's crank the resistance up to eight. Let's see what they can do. Yeah, and he's doing it just for fun. He's like, hey, we're bored. Let's see what happens when we do this. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, they have a bully in charge of their health. Yeah, who's totally mentally oh, unstable, yeah. by the way, which we find. My, my ex brother in law. <laughs> That's a recipe. Right, yeah, disaster. it's like, oh, you guys are, okay, ex brother in law. That in no way sounds creepy at all. No way. And uh, the LAPD comes in and meets with Priscilla, who she was the manager there. 
and they, they say they have an appointment with Michael, and they're investigating possible foul play in Laura's injury. And uh, the control room guy... Possible foul play? It was chlorine gas. <laughs> of course there's foul play. <laughs> so they go they go to the control room to meet David, and we learn that Michael's wife, David's sister, has been dead. And David said there's no breakdown in the system. And then we get a part where he has to explain what hacking means to the detective. He's like, hacking? Where were you last night between 9 and 11? At home hacking. Hacking? Hacking. Experimenting with computer programs. You sure? I had flashbacks to when we did the, that Punisher episode and Lou Gossick Jr. saw computers and was like, what are you going to do with that, play Miss Pac-Man? Like, <laughs> computers in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, when he said hacking, I was like, oh, it's playing with uh, computer programs. Like, well, no, actually, it's no. it's bre- breaking into other people's computers. And he says this to the police. <laughs> I was just at home hacking. That's, that's slang for beating off. <laughs> <laughs> the woman from earlier with Marvin, who's Darla, played by Chelsea Field, who she's been in a lot of stuff. She was in the uh, Masters of the Universe movie, uh, Last Boy Scout, Commando, and she's—I mean, she's someone consistently working. So if she's familiar. You've probably seen her around. Goes to the diving board and begins automatically. The the diving board begins automatically like loosening screws, and she falls off. And the the police witness it. And it's like you don't mind if we dust for prints. Yeah, there's no if you're gonna loosen bolts. Or, or nuts and bolts on a diving board. No one's going in there with their fingers and loosening those things up. You know, like like a diving board isn't just like loosely tightened just with the hand. You got to get in there with a tool. These cops don't know anything about tools or computers or being police officers. What, after some dialogue that gives us some background about Catherine, the dead wife, is that she, quote, never wanted that child and her and David were twins. And the police sit at dinner eating discuss the case, and Fletcher thinks it's the wacko in the computer room, and the place should be leveled. Which, guess what? Fletcher's right, guys. Movie could have ended had they just gone with what Fletcher's hunch was. Yeah, but here's the thing. There's a couple things that happen in this movie, including the, the screws coming out. Are we to believe that the computer is also in control of the screws and maybe the tiles on the wall? <laughs> well, there is some supernatural stuff going on, right? In addition to computer, co- right. like this is like go- ghost in the machine. Yeah she's, yeah, she's possessing it whenever she feels like. But how much of it is the computer, and how much of it is she writes her? messages? That's yes, she does about how lonely she is. Yeah, she's not a burden to the rules. I guess she just kind of does what she wants. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the diving board is an ex- interesting question here. That... Yeah, because so much of the movie is about, like you said, the ghost in the machine, and then it's just the the bolts loosening, and like, well. Is she invisible or a ghost or is there something else going on here? Maybe if the diving board was like automatically controlled and it just started rumbling and shook her off and she fell. Uh, Maybe that would have made sense, but sure. Why not? (laughs) If if this, this ghost can, this poltergeist can like deconstruct a diving board or like take screws off with, there's no limits. (laughs) Maybe this ghost is like a scarlet witch. And the powers aren't really well defined. It just kind of whatever's convenient to whatever's going on is what they can do. Priscilla brings a, pa- a pair of clown costumes in, 
uh, uh, for as Marvin and Michael, they finish discussing the diving board incident, but it's like, here we go. And so I guess, pers- <laughs> Hey, I bought a couple of nightmares for us to wear. <laughs> Good like, news. Is Priscilla, like we're get like, Oh, Priscilla and Michael, maybe a pair. Or is this just with like the manager and the owner wear? I don't, they, they were they were meant it to seems, wear that both of them, it right? It seems like Michael. Yeah, it seems like Michael is dating every woman in the spa, but exclusive, like mostly Laura. But anyone is on the table for grabs. And for once this guy. Catherine, right? And aren't those the two girls that basically insinuate that they're going to have a three way? Oh yeah, them? his yes. groupies. You're going to keep to your promise, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, can you handle both of us after dance class? The hell. So he is. He's dating the entire gym, basically. It's kind of a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that we need. That we need to save maybe, maybe the day what, somehow. Maybe that's what's wrong with David. He's jealous that Michael's getting all the ladies in here. He's stuck in the computer room, and all he can do is he, leer at them. He's stuck in the them. computer room, becoming a lady, <laughs> while Michael. <laughs> and he wants Michael's affection. That's maybe I don't. Maybe there's some deep. There's something deep going on in the desk bar here, like. <laughs> It seems like uh, David's only interaction with other people is the janitor who also just pervily watches people work out as well. Yeah. Oh, man. So later at night, Michael has, uh, from our favorite clip show, another dream of a wheelchair burning and a woman staring through the fire. While at the spa, Marvin and Michael further discuss the Laura incident, thinking that maybe Priscilla was involved. And they're suspicious of her. And we get a, a montage of people working out the spa. And we get a, a part where a guy t- tells Darla, like, uh, Well, how many reps can you do? Uh, 15 or 20. More if I'm showing off. Well, why don't you show off for me? I never waste effort in the gym. Besides, I'm beta. You're VHS. Oh, God. I never... I wanted him to die so hard right there. <laughs> what is I that? I wanted, like, the... I want like the air conditioning unit to fall through the ceiling and just land on his head. <laughs> your better, te- uh, your better technology that just didn't catch on. I'm the 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 lower quality one that's still around. Yeah, at the time. There's so much '80s workout gear in this movie. Like the high cut leotards were like, killing the, me. I mean, I don't even think if you made a period piece now, like uh, doing a parody of something like this, that you could get as '80s as workout stuff as this is, and you would be doing it to an extreme. Did you guys notice the weird, like, cuddle area with all the pillows on the floor in the center? Of- <laughs> that was, that had, like, like, bo- like wrestling ropes around it? <laughs> yes, it was like a boxing ring with pillows, and people were just hanging out. But, but the ropes are only, like, two feet off the ground. <laughs> I'll go to that gym, man. It's, oh. it's so weird. Like, all right, uh, there's a... There's weights over there. It's wrong machine. This is our uh, Caligula area. Do what you want to do. And we got a sauna in the back. And a bar. And a bar. Because <laughs> every gym needs a bar. Absolutely. It's like the, it's like the juice bar, man. From uh, like they, Didn't the Power Rangers had a juice bar? From Rangers, 90210, yeah. they had the juice yeah. bar. Like everyone's got the juice bar. Well, uh, if you remember, Laura at the beginning of the movie, after she did her, her angry dancing... I mean, it, you know, it was like it looked like it belonged in a barn uh, instead of a, a, a gym or a, a spa. But like, she did she have a bottle of wine after she got done working out? <laughs> I thought it was like mineral water, but at first I did. Think oh it was yeah, a bottle it might of wine. be one of those like, chic, chic water That's... things. Like there was what show was on TV where they always had that like blue glass of water? 
Or they were drinking like water from like some blue thing. I can't remember. But it was just what it was just blue water out. It's gonna drive me nuts, and I'm gonna (laughs) randomly say it later on. Just just you wait, and you guys are gonna be like, "What?" I'm like the blue water show. What was this? (laughs) It was just so funny that she was dancing. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to have a couple of sips of wine, and then I'm going to feel myself up in a sauna. Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, and just really late at night. Like, Yeah! <laughs> Michael finds a like really gross bird's nest in his office, and like everyone else immediately thinks David's doing this stuff. And then there's a, a mass uh, female shower sequence, which... In, it wouldn't be Death Ball without it. The lights uh, flicker off, and then the water, guess what, begins to heat up as tiles shoot out of the wall at all the women, and they all complain to Michael about it, and he apologizes and offers three months free. And then and they're all good. The, yes, they want to sleep like, with them again. Oh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the can you handle both of us lying in there. And also, uh, I don't know if you noticed or this or not, but... Uh, Karen Parsons was one of the women in this scene, better known as Hillary Banks from Fresh Prince mm-hmm. of Bel Air. That's where I recognized her. Okay. Some people yeah. got their start in this man. She... And their end. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of the women in that shower scene were uh, cast from yep. porn movies. <laughs> they were porn stars. It were looked like really? it. Yeah, this. Uh, they should advertise this Star Body Health Spa. Our showers are really hot. Full of porn <laughs> You'll stars. sweat blood. Isn't yes. that the tagline? <laughs> Chlorine levels check daily. I don't think I'd want to go there. Uh, Michael then checks in the situation with Priscilla and asks her why she came back the night Laura was attacked. And meanwhile, Cullen gets what he wants when the VHS beta guy gets in his butterfly machine and the weight just automatically keeps increasing. And he can't get out of it, and his ribs shatter from the inside. It was oh awesome. I thought his arms were possibly going to rip off. I thought maybe it was going to hold, would... but still very cool. I was confused how that worked, though, because you're pushing towards you. So how did that, like, I, I don't know, the physics of that didn't make sense. I agree. Like his, It feels like his arms should have been ripped off, not his ribs burst through his chest. It was awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's just fine. I just wish well, hey, that, hey, you know, the physics would have made more sense. Hey, I, I, uh, I guess whenever we come to these uh, questions, we could just go, well, it's a poltergeist. <laughs> just they, they unscrew diving board screws, and they get in there, and they crunch your ribs. Like, so whenever you can't explain something, it's magic. Have you ever been to a death spa, Colin? Hmm? Have you... I, to be fair, I've never been to a death spa. David says that it's not the computer doing this. Because it's him. The lawyer says <laughs> that his name's Tom, Tom the lawyer, that if everything goes back to manual, uh, which which Michael's thinking about, then there's nothing special about the club. And with a Mardi Gras party coming up, it has a big potential for new membership. Because, like, last year they, like, doubled members or just doubled the amount of women that want to sleep with Michael coming to this place. <laughs> I think that's his main goal, right? He's not so much concerned with members as he is. Yeah, my, at this more, yeah, yeah Michael's probably with. like right now. He's probably like, well, if Laura can never see again, I'm gonna have to like let her down easy, and then I'll just move in on some new new prospects here that don't know what a sleaze bucket I am yet. Because he brings her home from the hospital, and he gets sexy yes, with asparagus. Gets, oh yes, it's sexy yeah. with asparagus. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's it's super weird because he's like 
trying, you know, obviously to get her in the mood, and she keeps talking right. the whole time but, during like, he it. He gives her a gift. They have a they have a candlelight he, dinner. She can't see. <laughs> he give her yeah, a he present, present. Too, and she's like acting like she can see it, but there's still gods over her. Eyes. It was very. I wish you would, wish you would have given her a book as the <laughs> gift. And she's like, I may never take these bandages off. As long as you keep oddly caressing my face and rubbing vegetables into my mouth. The, 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 asper- the asparagus yeah. uh, moment has to go up. It's, it's up there with the V8 moment from Ninja 3, the domination for me. Not quite <laughs> as good as the V8 moment, but it's it's in there like if, if a top top 10 movie veg like poor uses of movie vegetables and things yeah that would go there i don't know that reference but now oh I you need to. oh ninja you don't need to see ninja one you don't need to see it was well, just ninja <laughs> if, if you want to see franco nero play a ninja if you know who he is there he's a he's a italian man with a mustache and then there's revenge of the ninja which is kind of just like popcorn trashy ninja movie from the 80s that gets gore and stuff right but then there's ninja 3 which is crazy town ninja 3 which involves uh martial arts supernatural it's exorcist uh ninja movie and flash dance together yep mm-hmm. and it has uh, lucinda dickey from the break-in movies and it's it's uh, it's something i it's i highly recommend which will we'll be that's on our list. We'll be doing it on the show at some point, but it's a good one. It's like someone like had like three scripts. They tripped like, oh crap! I gotta put these together, and they just mishmashed it. Like, okay, that's good enough. This, this is, is the brilliant. movie. Like, like no, 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 no. Yeah, it's good stuff. Speaking of Despa, so after that creepy moment, Michael asked her to move in with him. We find a woman alone in the locker room as the lockers begin to shake, and she ends up getting speared through the neck by I think a piece of wood yeah because like, like she got hit through the yeah. neck and then i noticed like wood stuff splintering around so i'm like okay maybe it's th-. like i had to solve a mystery there like okay what was that and then a few moments later her face looks like it's all burned yeah, and she, yeah. Backed up. chlorine yeah, vapors know. that's what it was yeah, <laughs> yeah it's poltergeist <laughs> this is the second movie in the row in a row for you guys that featured lockers. yes locker death. <laughs> that's right yes. that's what i thought too when i was watching it's like we're, we're, we're moving away from dick punches and going to female locker deaths that's what <laughs> or dick stabbings we, we had a we've had a, a run of movies with dick stabbings in them yeah oh it was like God. we've done like seven have we done like seven movies where Somebody's been stabbing the dick. There's been. There's we did been a make an ex- we did make an exception for something else that happened. We were like, okay, that counts as the dick stabbing car- territory, but <laughs> that's good enough. Yeah, yeah, where the the crotch got lit on fire. That was good enough. I, I I'll take a dick stab any day over uh, forced sex. Oh gosh, yeah, that was like three. It wasn't like yeah. it's just happened. It was like three movies in a row. We're like, we're like, okay, we're sorry, it listeners. Next more. week we're gonna do something completely different. I think we thought one week we were out of a, in the clear, but then we had both forgotten about a certain scene in a movie. We're like, well, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> yes, and then my insides got yeah. sad. Yeah, that's a rough one. So, uh, <laughs> but 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 is it wood or what? I thought it was like an arrow th- that went through her neck. I thought so too. It looked metal, but then I was like, "What? what where'd that come from?" We didn't like, see any archery are things there... going on at the spa, which there could have been at the spa, but maybe it was going on in the the enormous enormous basement. Maybe that's where the classes were taking place. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure. I just, I saw the wood start splintering. I'm like, okay, maybe it was a piece of that. I 
Poltergeist. Could have been Poltergeist. <laughs> yep. So Michael brings Laura back to the place she wanted to, be, you know, would always want to go back to, the spa. He goes to the control panel to open lockers, and Laura can't see it in hers, but there's a girl's body in the locker, which was the one we just saw killed. But now she's all mangled and burnt, decomposed. Who knows? Maybe they had a different plan for her death, and they had already, like, made the, like, dummy figure. Yeah. And they're like, eh, just still throw it in the locker. There's, like, she multiple... She Michael, I'm not going anywhere. And then she starts right. walking around. <laughs> okay. Well, also, what's the best thing to do with your blind girlfriend? Bring her to the place where she was blinded and then leave her yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. It... Yes! <laughs> Damn! I guess it was daytime, right? And more, more people around. I... He promised her more asparagus, and she was okay. It tastes better than hospitals. <laughs> I want RP to smell great tonight. Anyway. <laughs> ah. Sex, sexy asparagus. They have, to, they, have, <laughs> they have to experience new sexual thrills now that she's yep. blind, I guess. So when Michael's in the computer, or the, the lab, the computer room, uh, the computer tells Michael it misses him. And then a dark, cloaked blonde woman begins wandering the halls, and she's got a scary face, and Michael sees it in the cameras and chases chases her down. But it's Darla going to scare Laura, because that would be cool on her first day back. So, and also, it's dressed as the wife, because that's kind of important. <laughs> Look who case. I'm going to be, your burnt <laughs> wife! <laughs> David gave me the costume. <laughs> so the, the 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 spa is closed at this point, so. right? Yeah. So why is Darla she works there? there? Does she, she works lives there? there. I mean, so she shouldn't be Marvin's there. Marvin's probably hanging around somewhere. Priscilla's Priscilla's <laughs> probably like you know like laundering money or you know changing the books somewhere. She I had think... to she had to hide out so she could follow through with her. I'm gonna prank. scare the shit out of her on her first day back. I got this awesome costume. She wears the costume to scare the blind woman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She'll never she'll never see this coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so detailed. She's going to love the mask. Uh Michael then has another dream about the woman in the wheelchair dousing herself in gas and burning up. And he, he tells Laura he keeps feeling Catherine's presence. So, you know what? He goes to visit a paranormal investigator who examines an object of Catherine's and reveals details of her spinal injury from giving birth. Losing the child and then burning herself. And Michael's not convinced because he's like, you know, this was all in the news a year ago. Because people read about health spa deaths and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Well, she was like in the middle of a, a field. I don't know where the hell she was when she burned herself. Yes. Also, how did she get there in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah. The terrain was definitely not accommodating. <laughs> yeah. It's by herself and has a gas can. Well, maybe she had maybe she had one of those <laughs> yeah. vans where she could like drive by like pushing a button on the steering wheel, I'd, and drove out there, and then got in her wheelchair and burned herself instead of just burning herself in a van. I guess like well I guess it was nice of her to uh, be away from the house so they wouldn't damage the house or anything. Yeah, she's out away from everything so she doesn't catch anything else. Or on hurt fire. any Despot crew members, you know. Like, this is my problem. No one else's. I'll go to a field in the middle of nowhere and burn myself. I don't want any collateral damage. I don't want to be selfish. The, the guy agrees to come check the place out, though Michael thinks someone's harassing him. And uh, there's some sort of weird Catherine sex thing going on with what we think is Catherine and David. Did it sound like sex stuff? Yeah. When he, like, I was like, wait, 
Yeah. It did. You love me, don't you? I, I can't do this anymore. Jasmine, we're hurting people. Yes, you can. That's better. It was weird. I wasn't even sure it was Catherine. Like, I, because like, you don't see either of them. You just hear and voices and the camera on the floor kind of pans and stuff. Yeah. Mm hmm. So, like, for a second, you're like, is Catherine alive and banging her brother? Game of Despa. That's what we got going here. We're just going to say that's more, more poltergeist yeah, stuff. Anything that we can. Shh, poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> poltergeist. Uh, the police report uh, Marcy missing to Michael. And so, Michael, he quaints the paranormal investigator to the spa. And in the bathroom, some woman named Linda is given a note to follow a map to Michael in the basement. She's one of the girls that has, one of the many women that have a crush on Michael, but she was one of them given a three month free of membership. Yeah, she was one of them that was gonna double team uh, yeah. Michael. So she goes to the basement and uh, yeah, she's killed by scalding hot water, probably with chlorine vapor <laughs> in it or something, but she gets melted pretty good. Well, she doesn't just go down to the basement. This note includes map. a map. How big is this fucking basement? <laughs> Like the um, like the nightmare furnace rooms in Nightmare on Elm Street are not as elaborate as this basement. Yeah, this was hard. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. It's just uh, you know, you turn left at the at the excess uh, boiling water that they have stored for for extra deaths. I guess I don't know. We got this area. We got to kill somebody in it. Come on. Yeah, exactly. They had a part of the set they hadn't used yet. Yeah, it's like someone was like, "Yo, what?" What if we changed Linda's death? Look at what I found. We got to film something here, right? <laughs> uh, how haven't we killed people? Have we killed anyone with hot water yet? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, let's kill it with hot water. <laughs> so David comes over to visit Laura in a creepy moment to check out Michael's home terminal. And Laura's very untrusting of him. David gives her some shit about Michael having a woman move in so shortly after his sister's passing. And Laura thinks David may think something was going on between her and Michael while he, Michael was still married. Which, you know what? Knowing Michael, probably. Probably. Yeah. He's a real tomcat. Yeah. Then a woman shows up with groceries <laughs> and says Michael asked her to stop by. And then Michael comes home and says, I didn't ask David to come over. It's like a party at Michael's house during this time. Well, he's got enough room. His house is enormous. Yeah, and then he, oh, yeah, Michael does have a big house, yes. But, like, how much money is this spa making? It's, like, the size is ridiculous. It's always crowded. It is always crowded. People do not stop. People get murdered, go missing from there, and police are constantly in there investigating while some lunatic controls everything from a control room, and people are still going. So he's making bank. I guess people really want to work out on those eight machines they have. Yeah, exactly. Or hang out at the bar, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't he have Southwestern vests all over the walls in his house, too? Yes. <laughs> He's I gotta... didn't understand it. I was like, what? It's like, the, did they just go to the Goodwill and it's like, he likes Southwestern stuff. Put her on the wall. He has a home that looks like, you know, a house that they used for like 12 movies that were on Cinemax back in the 90s. That's what... It... <laughs> 12 late night Cinemax movies. Oh, totally. Well, that the staircase was certainly big enough to hump on because it was like 10 feet across. 
You can have a party right in the hallway. It's ridiculous. Darla and Tom the lawyer are working on the main computer so it doesn't control air conditioning anymore. And uh, the paranormal investigator at this time finds Linda's rotting body and is confronted by Catherine's spirit. And she throws him up in the air. And he pulls a gun. And then she, like, explodes his hand. Is that what happens? Or makes I, the gun explode in his hand? Or it was just a loud bang and then just his hand was gone. Yeah. I. It's either his gun or the hand exploding. They don't really make it's pretty cool. He gets, loses his hand. It's all bloody and stuff with a stump. And, and she just yeah. tosses him away and uh, goes back to Michael's dreams and makes him think he's jumping off his house. Yeah, when I saw that, it was like, all right, we got a, a final confrontation or something going on here. I was like, oh, no, it's. It's just another dream that he had. No, no, no. No Mardi Gras happened yet. They, they promised Mardi Gras. we got to get Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, there's like signs for a party. We yeah. better get a party. <laughs> yeah, no crap. I love that the, the uh, announcement for the party is just random pieces of paper that say party on it. Yeah, like, like a high school party. <laughs> fold, yeah. it, fold it into one like of those like, like a... triangles and pass it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It doesn't even say, like, a date. It just says, like, party. And then I think, like, it says 8 p.m. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to go to party. That sounds like fun. I think I'll dress like Mardi Gras to go to party. Wow, you too? (laughs) I did notice on the door they had some cheap Mardi Gras party sign that they they let us know was there a few times. uh... What about one of the lighting guys was just like, shouldn't we say it's a Mardi Gras party or something? (laughs) What the hell does that mean, party? Come on. <laughs> Michael goes to the spa and can't find the investigator, so he, but he finds a watch. And he goes to Tom's house, the lawyer, and he throws the watch at him. And then as he's entering the house, Priscilla walks out getting dressed. He asks her if she's involved, and he thinks they're trying to get him to sell and that they'll buy it out. And they, you know, right away, like, yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, David has no involvement in this. So Michael leaves, and the two just continue to scheme after he leaves. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't go yeah. to the authorities. And, but Priscilla says to stay away, the hell away from her. Like, uh, I'm still doing this, but I'm not doing this. Like, I, she had a little bit of a term because, you know, in Michael's presence, how could you not turn on a dime for him? David and Catherine have a conversation, and he gets all, like, weird. You mean the, yes. God, please, yeah. no, no! I can't, I don't want to. We've only just begun. Oh, please. Please, no. No, no. Unfortunately, there was no Klingon to come and stab him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at this point, I couldn't tell, like, is he insane or is he Yeah, I couldn't tell if or... he was becoming her, like, me- through a mental problem or if... Yeah, he was being possessed, or if, I don't know. It was... I thought there might have been like some kind of like Norman Bates right. situation yeah, there, going yeah, on there's, here. There's that, and... but then that wouldn't explain all the like the nut loosening on the. Um... <laughs> well, no one got punched in the in the dick, so there wasn't that kind of nut loosening, unfortunately. <laughs> but it was just on the on the diving board, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And also, what is going on with his accent? I sometimes I thought he was had like a German accent and sometimes I thought he had a British accent and I was just like, I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. And then there was, yeah, there was another person like in the spa that, and they had a British accent as well. So between like that guy and, and David, I just thought like, where is death spa taking place? I'm going to, I'm going to stop 
this conversation for a weird question that just came to my mind. Why did Ken Foray do this movie? <laughs> like, he's a known entity going into this. And he's like the stupidest, like, oh, yeah, most sure. non-essential role. Like, we haven't talked. We're like, well, he showed up. And that's, like, <laughs> he wore that blue. Like, his biggest character trait was that he, like, wore a blue jacket. And it's like. And he gets and thrown through a window. White outfit. Yeah, it's it's just weird. I'm like, what what did they? It's so funny. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'm holding him yeah. to a higher standard or something. But I'm just like, what is he like? It's just it's like you have somebody and then you're just doing nothing with them. Maybe he's a red herring. I don't. Maybe he's on the daily. He's I'm, like, I'm out of yep. here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough for this. You got me for two more days. <laughs> well, maybe it's like Samuel L. Jackson, where he takes acting roles depending on which golf cl- uh, courses are close yeah. to the set. Is he really? He, yeah, that's why he was in Deep Blue Sea. Really? Yeah. He's got a yes. weird thing. Like he, he, he's like, like he'll do that, and then he'll just like snakes on a plane. Sign me. Nope, don't even see it. I like that title. <laughs> but he's just like. Well, hey man, he. If you keep so. working, you're bound to have hits at some point or talk about, and you can't. You know, if you. That's all he did. He just. It was a workhorse. Yeah. Uh, but this was not a hit for uh, Ken Foray. <laughs> Back to Michael, who's making a phone call as his computer begins talking to him again. And he and Marvin, he's back, Ken Foray, go on a hunt for David. And Michael puts all the machines on manual. And that David tells everybody that David <laughs> needs to be thrown out if he comes back. Like, you're not allowed back. Well, he puts the, com- the computer on manual. And, like, Ken Foray is there when he does it. And <laughs> he says, you know, he's... Like, oh, the computer, the computer is on manual. And what Ken Foray does something like, he says, like, my man, uh, like, I, I dig it. Or he says something like that. And then they give each other a low five. I'm stopping his bullshit right now. What do we need? Stereo? Lights? Security system? Yeah. We have generator power for that, right? Right. Putting the machines on manual. And that's the end of that. I like it. <laughs> really intense scene like dude i need you to protect this place but hold on like let's take a break and high five save for uh for when they stop david bro moment yeah there you go can't Um, do a high five until they complete it that's high five high fives are for winners (laughs) closers so michael takes the police to david's and they break in and all the furniture is like covered as if somebody was leaving or something and they figure he doesn't live there alone and then on the balconies the wheelchair and there's women clothes, women's clothes around. So they figure, like, David's in drag doing all these killings. And, and Michael calls the spot to warn them, don't let David in. Or how about if David shows up, tackle him and wait for us to come get him. Rather than, uh, no, sorry, David, you can't come in tonight. Oh, okay, bye. Doesn't he also warn about somebody that looks like Catherine, too? Because he, they think he's dressing oh, yeah, in drag. Because yeah. mm-hmm. David's going to look spot on like her. He tells the that. <laughs> Yeah, he tells the pirate guy that, and then five minutes later, Catherine shows up, and he's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're at the Mardi Gras party. The police show up there, and Catherine wanders around the party. In the control room, there's a dude that's watching people hook up, and Catherine waves her hand and turns the computers back on, and she seduces this guy and then, like, smashes his face? Yeah, There's like a sound it? effect, but nothing going on on the screen. We see his body later. All she does is like put his her hand on part of his face, and then you hear a crunch and a, ah! And it's like 
She didn't yeah. squeeze her his her hand. There's she couldn't have done anything. It's just like a crunch. She's like holding his chin. It's like crunch. It's like oh okay. Well, it wasn't even that. It was just like a Vulcan mind meld on, you know? It was just like yeah. touching his face. Right. So Marvin comes to check the control room, and the person in there is costumed so much that he thinks it's Jeffrey who was left in there that just died. And uh, Jeffrey then finds Laura at the party and leads her away from the party. And then Lawyer Tom begins going through files in the office at the time as someone in a clown outfit comes in and knocks them out. And it's Priscilla. And then fake Jeffrey ties Laura to a table, very essentially moving a sword on her. Takes the mask off and, oh, guess what? It's Catherine, who turns on a lamp, (laughs) a tanning lamp. is going to kill her by over-tanning her. Which this is the um, second time in three episodes which that like we have done t- a tanning bed death or not death. <laughs> right both have escaped, too. but yeah, tanning bed assault. Tanning beds assault. Yeah, at least this looked like a t- tanning bed. Yeah, I feel like this movie is sponsored by burn ointment because everybody gets burned. <laughs> like each copy of Death Spa comes Hello, with aloe. Yeah. She's also gonna burn her to death in the uh, in the tanning bed, which should take. Just the, hours. It the tanning bed was like, only an above like, lamp. There's nothing under. It was just above, wasn't it? Yeah. Because it took me oh, a while well, to should, go, well, oh, that's, that is a tanning bed. I was like, is that just a lamp? What is this? I was like, oh, it's a tanning bed. Okay. Yeah. It's not like she can turn over, though, because she is tied down. <laughs> right. It's not like she can, like, well, it's enough yeah. on this side. i got to get my back now. <laughs> on, the, on the intercom, Catherine tells Michael that resistance is set to maximum. And he heads to the control room and turns it all off, but it turns back on, and a dot matrix printer keeps printing, I miss you, Michael. <laughs> the resistance on the tanning bed is set to maximum. Because yeah. <laughs> no one is, no one's on any equipment. Right. right. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Hey, yeah. Uh, Are the showers at the maximum? Yeah. Well, Catherine then appears before Michael in the control room and tells him that Laura is working on her tan and one flick of a button and she's fried chicken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, says uh, she's lonely and wants him dead with her and will kill everyone in the place unless he does as she says. So Michael then takes the controls, but she knocks him away. And then Tom, and you know, while he was trying to steal files, he goes into the sauna with the the blonde that brought the groceries from earlier, and all of a sudden his head explodes as a piece, a, a, yeah, what piece? Of, yeah, did he get impaled by? Yeah, a piece wood? of wood like what? shoves oh. through him. It looks like someone had like a like they were finished with their ribs, and someone took that rib bone and mm-hmm. jammed it through his head. I think like that that's just another death where you just think, well, wait, what happened? How did what? <laughs> There's no setup. There's just some rising music and like, and they're impaled or, or so, whatever. They're dead. Yeah. Uh, the blonde in the scene is Tane McClure, who went on to a illustrious like Cinemax career following Despa. So got her start right here. Where David ends, Tane begins. This was also. <laughs> This is also before uh, people groomed downstairs because there's just a just a big old bush on her. Yeah, very. That was that was a running theme in this movie. There was unexplained deaths and uh, large amounts of pubic hair. Right. So the room begins coming apart in there, and then Michael awakes to David at the controls, and then he turns into Cat. 
Catherine. Um, and Michael encourages David to fight back. So some of what we are thinking is happening, but it's not clear if that's fully what's going on. But uh, Michael agrees to kill himself if Laura is set free. And Michael runs in, runs and breaks into the tanning parlor, saving Laura. And Catherine shows up and offers her hand. Now's your chance, Michael. Come with me into the inferno. Let's die together and live forever in hell. And Marvin tries to grab her, but she flings him through a window. Michael then walks out with Laura. The bartender girl at this time from our juice bar gets her hand stuck in a blender, which is pretty cool. Not if you're her, but yes. it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> and then... And exorbitant amount of blood. Yeah. And it was a callback to the prank she played earlier with the tomato. Because she (laughs) pretends to grind up her hand, but it's really a tomato. And then it happens for... Paid off. You set that up earlier. You gotta gotta come back to it. Yeah. So so she deserved it for her unfunny joke. So good. (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) Fletcher tries to help her. And then, like, a door from the freezer opens and he gets sucked in. And everything in there explodes. And fishes come to life and, like, bite his neck off. I love that scene. <laughs> the guy who the guy who solved the case dead. <laughs> well, and also like all the all this is going on that Ken Foray gets thrown through a window, woman dies by blender, and this other guy dies in the freezer. Everyone continues to party. No one is bothered by anything. Well, they're about to go crazy. I know, but like, like Ken Foray going through the wall, and they should hear the blender and the screams. True, <laughs> but he gives a shit. I, it's Mardi Gras. Who cares? <laughs> the other cop then finds Priscilla, the knocked unconscious, and uh, they go to the restroom to clean up, and the mirror shakes and just explodes her. Just like she's boom gone. Pretty weird. Yeah, she she's nearly vaporized. It, it it is pretty excellent, but also mirror is not controlled by the computer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poltergeist again. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's when the whole party starts going crazy because, like, realizing that Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards, that minus a few letters, Starbody Health Spa is Death Spa. And the people are trying to get out of there. People, it's a burning few letters. Most, Most of the, of the letters. letters. Uh, Michael tries rewiring some stuff and begins. He starts getting like electrocuting himself, and he's burning up a fuse box, which blows up the control room and Catherine. So her poltergeist abilities were tied to control panels for workout machines. Yeah, well, just just like her powers are never completely explained. It's not entirely clear how he gets rid of her either. Yeah, and people are getting like killed, like trampled burned and Catherine's just burning just what chaos. yeah chaos. and yeah. uh Catherine's burning and michael and laura and the other cop go to the control room and <laughs> say fuck this computer shit and they find Catherine's body and a copy unloads <clears throat> into her head yeah like <laughs> michael tries to help up the burned body and the, the arm comes off and the cop is like, fuck this. Just yeah, shoots. the copy just bam. And people begin escaping the spa. And as they're leaving, Catherine's dead melting body says, nice try, Michael. And gets up and then struggles. Her eyeball explodes. And that's it. That's the end. <laughs> like, you think that they were setting it up for oh, a sequel? I, I don't know. Well, I like that. But Catherine says, nice try, Michael. Like, it was a nice try, because apparently they won. <laughs> yeah. 
Because you're dead. You're clearly but at dead. What cost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it like her. There's like that uh, that iceberg. It's like okay, so done. <laughs> yeah. It was just like oh, it's <laughs> it's it. We'll see you again in like Despot Two, Laser Tag Arena of Doom. Like. <laughs> Oh, I the computer control panels get repurposed for. That's for what that. That's what that basement then, was. That's oh, what the basement God. was. Is indoor like paintball or laser tag facility. An auto, an automated laser tag facility. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe this control panel was used to create the elevator. Oh, the computer wore killer shoes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that it's just it's a. I mean, the movie's pretty much over, but it's. It still manages to be abrupt. Yeah. Well, yeah, like when um, I'm not, not sure at what point it was, but I felt like, God, there's still 20 minutes of this movie left. I thought we were almost done. And then it just kept going. <laughs> yeah, there's no way this movie needed to be no, as long. And as it's it was. not very long at all. It, I mean, it, it's an hour and a half, but it would probably serve better at like 75. Yeah. 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 Like an episode of the crypt or something. <laughs> <laughs> a highlight reel of. Death spying. It did. It did like have a lot of scenes that were just like they had a lot of th- scenes that were just like hanging out. Like you could cut Ken Foray's character out of this movie and nothing changes. There's scenes with him. You don't get to see the glory. That's act. true. That's true. Yeah, and who's gonna low five right? Michael? That's true. I mean, like yeah, Ken Foray, Chelsea Field, like all like a, there's a lot. There's an overabundance of characters that are given some time here that that we oh just don't God. don't really yes. need. That's part of part of the issue well like when you were we were talking about all the chaos that was happening at the death spa and you're just like listing off all these characters you just think think like why are there so many damn people in this movie like especially at that point in the movie like the cast should be pretty well thinned out but it isn't like it seems like they're adding more yeah because a couple of the people that die along the way are like offshoot like side people that weren't that weren't i mean they wanted to bone michael but that was about all their character development was and then they have that subplot with the, the extortion uh, of Priscilla and uh, lawyer Tom trying to overthrow him. Didn't didn't they admit to messing with like the diving board and admit to all of that when he went and Oh, did they vaguely admi- remember that? She was like, yeah, 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 that was, I don't know. Well, they definitely admitted to the chlorine. Okay. So, so at least that. Diving board as well. They were actually trying to do what Michael said they were trying to do, but also there's a poltergeist. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like they came up with that plan because that lawyer Tom was like, I look enough like Michael, no one's going right. to notice. Like a dark-haired guy from the 80s. Let's go. <laughs> do we have any more things from Despa? Uh, just a song at the end. Oh, which yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like, when it kicked up, I thought, did they get men without hats to perform? <laughs> that whole soundtrack. It's groovy, man. yeah, it helps it. Great. <laughs> I read somewhere that the alternate title is Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure if that's actually true, but I've read that in a few oh, places. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, is it, is it like, a, like a witch, like a... You know, like like a spooky witch? Or is it like witch, like, witch bitch, question mark? Like spooky witch. <laughs> well, you know what? Witch. Here's the thing. Yeah, in uh, Spain it was Pera Bruja, so yeah, there you go. It is yeah. then. See, see if it's witch bitch W H I C H, then that's from Michael's perspective. It's like which <laughs> bitch am I gonna be with? Tonight? 
also fitting. And in Brazil, Brazil, it was Spa (laughs) Diabolico. The Diabolical Spa. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I like Witch Bitch. I wish my Blu-ray had like a reverse sleeve where it was like, okay, you can have a Witch Bitch. I wonder if there is a poster for Witch Bitch. That'd be sweet. Nope, just Death Bob just comes up. That's it. Now, it seems like uh, if Catherine just waited long enough that Michael would probably you know, get like an STD or something and probably die anyway and be with her if he, if she was just patient. What did she do that made her come back from the dead, you know? I mean, if, if I were to go out today in a wheelchair to the desert, pour gas on myself and light myself <laughs> on fire, do I get a haunt like a, a as the spa of my choosing? Yeah. And she also died nowhere near the spa, so it di- and the only place that she seems to haunt is the spa. So it just seems like pack up and leave, start over. Yeah, Michael I can that. I don't think the people who made this movie know how ghosts work. <laughs> no, they don't. I don't understand why during Michael he like okay crap, uh, Catherine's here. The party's still going on. Why he wouldn't run out after he saved Laura and say, everyone, get the hell out. He makes zero attempt to do that. They gotta get new members. Mardi Gras party. Get concerned about his clients. You gotta keep them alive. He can't be sleeping with them if they're dead. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The computer locked it. Oh, fuck this computer shit. Now comes the time in the episode where we rate the movie we just discussed as we are Cult Cinema Cavalcade. We like to keep our ratings nice and culty. Our options are stay with your family. Uh, you're not signing up for a membership at the Starbody Health Spa. You're fine at home. Converted means you're in for the death spa. You like the butterfly machine, and no matter how much pressure it keeps adding up, you're still on it. And drink of the Kool-Aid. You would do anything you could just to get in Michael's pants. So, <clears throat> Kate, how do you rate Despa. I'm going to rate Converted. And my reasoning is because this movie would be so great to watch with a group of people and just make fun of. This is excellent. I don't watch enough culty, shitty movies like this. And this is just too great to pass up. And yeah, so I would I would definitely watch this with a group of friends. Tab. I would say Converted as well. The 80s fashion is the most 80s ever. The soundtrack is relentless, but also super 80s. And there's like, you just can't explain anything going on in this movie, but it's so much fun. You get, there's faces being melted off. You, you can't get much better than this when you're going for total 80s cheese. So I would totally watch this again. Cullen. There's one strike against the movie that there's no crotch trauma. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I look for now and expect in the movies we watch. But, there's, but there is plenty of bush. So it's kind of a trade-off and that's fine. There's also nudity in it, which is also a bonus. Uh, I know I sound very perverse, but uh, whatever. Uh, there's also <laughs> Hard Day's Night. And uh, the uh, whenever a, a good movie is put in a bad movie, it's always a, a recipe for whimsy, which is what I, I like about it. But uh, I agree that this is definitely a movie to watch in a group. If you're just watching it by yourself, it's okay. But in a group, it will, it's a lot of fun. And uh, there's lots of wet butts in it. <laughs> so I am converted on uh, Death Spa. Brandon, how do you rate Death Spa? I'm going to go with a strong converted, like almost there to the drink of the Kool-Aid. But you like definitely in a group. I think this uh, will work like gangbusters. But by yourself, uh, yeah, it, it still works. It's still 
funny. And then when you have to sit and watch something like this and take notes on the ridiculous things that happen, it's a little bit even more fun. But it, it's, yeah, like we've mentioned before, the, the 80s fashion, the, the vivid aesthetic of it all. The, it's got some cool gore moments and a, just a, a weird plot. It does run a little bit too long and have an overabundance of characters. But overall, it's a fun time. I think you should at least, like, see it once if you're into, like, cult movies and, like, just strange things that came from the 80s that could never be made now. Despa's right there uh, with some of the best of them. But it's uh, definitely a, a super fun movie. And you'll learn a lot about um, your own health and working out from it. <laughs> it's also good to watch in a group so you can kind of work together to figure out how some of these people die. And like why some of them have face trauma when how they died had nothing to do with their face. <laughs> the woman that had the, the wood or the arrow through her neck, her face is kind of melted. Why did that happen? <laughs> and just all yeah, the of the ridiculous ways that people die. Yeah, it's it's super inconsistent about that kind of stuff. I just wonder if like there was like the MPAA or or, or something had something to do with this because it does like the actual impact of some of these kills is cut away from, but you actually see the kill happen. Do you, does, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get you. You want the camera to linger a bit more or give you some better angles or maybe let, let you see yeah. the murder weapon before it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like some kind of buildup would be good. Not just, and his head just erupted. What? Like, how? Yeah. It must've been uh, more cuts for hot water. Yes, more... <laughs> There's that scene where the jacuzzi just got too hot. Yeah. So it's really worth it for spandex and, synthy music and gratuitous tits and ass and blood. This is fun. <laughs> Overall, it's just so much fun to watch. And keep in mind, it's not just ass, it's wet ass. Yes! So I, <laughs> that raises the bar. <laughs> so, I, I just came across a poster or a DVD for this from another country that is Death Spa. Strange things are brewing at the local gym and all the picture is is an ass in the shower. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I'll just put a link. When I think, when I think of brewing, I think of ass in a shower. <laughs> Here you go, the 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 despa poster. Guess guess I'm running that tonight. <laughs> Honey, stop! I found despa. Oh, I found as the, the movie. There's a hand in the back. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's, Is that a hand? Yeah, there's <laughs> like a a burnt hand reaching out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like like the the, the the hands reaching out to get a handful of ass. Like a little burnt, just decrepit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I would I would want oh, to use that next week as the banner for our Facebook page, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's great. Like the water that's on that that butt, it's it doesn't look like it's running down the body. It looks like someone just like threw water on an ass, or like honey splatter or something. 
<laughs> yeah, it does. She <laughs> had her this is this is an incredibly explosive fart. So now she's in the shower. It's John it Carpenter. Off. John Carpenter's the, the fog meets Porky's. <laughs> Despa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there were plenty of holes in that shower <laughs> where all the tiles got blown off. Oh, you know, you know, Michael had video in that shower. That's... <laughs> oh yes, he did. Uh, okay. Whew. Race you to the finish. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be doing. Christmas in October with Silent Night, Deadly Night. This is, of course, our rescheduled Justin Beam episode. This isn't the Garbage Day movie. That's the second one. Just so we all know, let's get that out of the way now. I'll say it during the actual episode two. I just want to get ahead of it (laughs) before we get into it. this This is the naughty Silent Night, Deadly Night. The original controversial classic which we'll get into i'm sure also want to uh thank you for listening and thank the girls in the back row for coming on you were fantastic we had a great time can you tell our uh, listeners uh, where they can find find you guys at to read and listen to all your good stuff you can find episodes of the girls in the back row on itunes stitcher and google play music we are on Twitter and Instagram at TGITBR and on Facebook at facebook.com slash TGITBR. You can also go to our website, thegirlsinthebackrow.com, to listen to the episodes and read show notes. Awesome. Thank you. We look forward to next time, but first, stay tuned for the trailer to Silent Night, Deadly Night. The trailer that actually trailed. was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. You can find more of Cullen's work on the Creative Zombie Studios Network and on Twitter at MyNameIsCullen. You can find more of Brandon's work at WhySoBlue.com and on Twitter at BTPeters. 
Podcast produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon. Narration by Becky. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf found on the freemusicarchive.org network. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio and no infringement is intended. Please remember to leave us an iTunes rating and review. Join us again in two weeks for the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. I just came across a poster or a DVD for this from another country that is Despa. Strange things are brewing at the local gym, and all the picture is is an ass in the shower. <laughs> Hold on, let me. I'll just put a link. When I think when I think of brewing, I think of ass in a shower. There <laughs> you go. The 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 Please. Despa poster. Guess, guess I'm running that tonight. <laughs> Honey, stop! I found Despa. Oh, I found Ash the, the movie. There's a hand in the back. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, it's, Is that a hand? Yeah, there's like a a burnt hand reaching out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like like the the. <laughs> Hands reaching out to get a handful of ass. Like a little burnt, just decrepit hand. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, w- I would want oh, to use that next week as the banner for our Facebook page, but I won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great, like, the water that's on that that butt. It's It doesn't look like it's running down the body. It looks like someone just, like, threw water on an ass. Or, like, honey ladder or something yeah it does <laughs> she had her this is this is an incredibly explosive fart so now she's in the shower it's john it carpenter off. john carpenter's the, goat- the fog meets porkies <laughs> <Despa. laughs> well there were plenty of holes in that shower <laughs> Where all the tiles got blown off. Oh, you know, you know, Michael had video in that shower. <laughs> oh yes, he did. Uh, nice try, Michael. Oh.